0: to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise and this is my podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I am Denise, and I got a weird voice today. Um, I think it's because I've been recording um, on and off for the last two days to kind of keep up with myself. And man, it's like a little mental. Um, all right. So today's episode is called Frenzies. Yeah. Guess what we're going to talk about. <laughs> oh, man. So I posted something the other day on social media that got a pretty good response from people. Um, I had saw it from a friend of mine had posted something similar on one that I followed but essentially it said everyone talks about their childhood friends but no one talks about the best friend you found on your own in the middle of trying to figure out how to survive in the adult world and you know what damn this is fucking true like wow like it really spoke to me so today it's not going to be a long episode but it's going to be I think a very powerful episode about how as women, it's super important, especially in this time in my life, I have found this really strange connection to some new friends in my life versus friends that I have strong connections with that I've never met in my lives, my social media friends, my online friends versus friends I've known since childhood. And those are kind of like becoming far and few in between and i wasn't sure if that was good or bad but then when i thought about it a little bit i thought you know what it's definitely a step in the right direction and i kind of figured out why i'm kind of losing some of my childhood friends and outside of death i mean sorry i've had like multiple friends actually pass away so um we're going to talk about especially female friends. Okay. This might apply to men, but for me, I'm not a man, I'm a female. So I am going to talk about my personal relationship and my uh, experience with this and that's female friendships. Okay. And I think that it's super important for women to have female friends. It is super hard because we're often labeled as being like super competitive catty judgy do you know what i'm saying but i don't always think that's the truth i think those are the labels that are put on women also i think that social media has really joggled this whole situation up with women i think that in a couple ways it's given us this ideal that is virtually unattainable you know what i'm talking about all of the instagrammers and you know quote unquote so-called influencers who are you know filtered to fucking galore like we have an entire generation of people over the last like i don't know five years maybe i think it's a little longer than that who are all my age and they have no fucking pores no nose no eyebrows just like blurred colors because the filters are so fucking strong. They don't even have fucking pores. I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I got big ass pores. They're clean as hell, but I always had. Um, I'm not saying I'm not opposed to using filters for fun or for like pro f- fil- you know, or business shots. Um, but I mean, I think you should look like you. These filters alter your nose. They alter your cheeks. They, you know make you thinner and like I've met people that I've seen online and they don't look anything like they fucking do in their filtered photos but yet somehow we as women are expected that if we don't look like this filtered fake version of somebody that we're somehow less than that and so I think that is a huge contributor to depression and anxiety um, eating disorder possibly depending on how deep you want to go Um, also I'm just this painful thing that some of these influencers, the family influencers that they will take a picture of like the corner of their house. It's perfectly fucking perfect and it's all clean, but like literally if you turn the camera, their house is a shit show. Um, their kids are all dressed up perfect and then they label everything their kids are wearing. My kid doesn't even keep fucking clothes on long enough for me to take pictures of him. People are always like, hey, how come you don't post pictures of Peter anymore? In all honesty, because he's fucking eight, going to be nine this year. And I dress him in the morning and then like after breakfast, his fucking clothes are laying on the stairs. He don't even wear them. And I don't know if I want to post pictures of him at this age with a pair of underwear on because people are fucking weird online and I have a public profile. So sometimes I struggle with that or I try to cover it up or put your blanket up, you know, so people don't see your boy boobs, that kind of shit. Like, I don't know, you know, it's like a thing for a mom, but we, in the real world, we got, you know, it, the real world's the real world. And so we have all these things that we have to like contrast as women and try to like navigate through, but it's really hard to find friends because I think all of those things, uh, you know, Hollywood, music, all of that. They contribute. It, like, I'll never understand, like, I haven't watched an awards ceremony in ages. But I do know that back in the day, they used to, like, sit there and talk about who had the best dress, who had all this shit. And um I'm sure they still do that now. If they don't, okay. But... You know, and then everybody would comment about how beautiful it was and whatever. And I'm just like, you could look like that, too, if you had a team of fucking people dressing you and shit and doing your hair. Oh, no, I could never fit in a dress that small. You could if you were fucking rich and you had somebody pulling a chip out of your hand or a cupcake and handing you some like chef ass healthy meals. You know what I'm saying? If somebody came into your room every day and woke your ass up because you had to get up and you were making like millions of dollars a day. You'd get up and work out. I would. I'm just saying I would. I do not make that now. So therefore, it is very difficult. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty much happy with what I am. I could be worse. I could be better. I'm kind of in between and I'm okay with that. You can only strive to be better. But I am not comparing myself with like anything in a magazine or I don't want anybody to tell me about BMI because like flat out that is just Bullshit! The whole BMI thing. Stop fucking talking about BMI. Stop talking about calories. I hate it all. Fucking stop. People will be like, oh, I only ate 120 calories for lunch. You ate a fucking frozen meal. I had a salad of all fresh shit. And I made my own dressing, like green goddess dressing. And it had all sorts of nice healthy fats in there, like avocado and coconut aminos. And that's why I ate more fucking calories than you. Synthetic doesn't mean better. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. So I think that all of these pre notions and dispositions that they put on women in general that we have to deal with then in turn lead to us being overstimulated and stressed the fuck out. And then all of a sudden we're mean, catty, and horrible. Now there are actual mean, catty, and horrible women. Okay. But uh, those are people that you just kind of like have to step away from, you know, you're like, bye. That's all. Because eventually they'll all be left to their catty selves and then they can have their big cat fight and we can all sit back in a coffee shop and not worry about it. That's how it's got to go. But it is important that females have friendships, okay? Because there is a, a love and a camaraderie that are found and felt in female friendships that can rarely be found anywhere else because only we can see one another in the eyes of, you know, empathy and compassion and basically innocence because we understand what goes on in our own houses as women, right? Research, I mean, if there's actual research that has been done, I don't know where it is. I read this shit at night, guys. I don't fucking know. And then I get inspired and everyone's like, do you have that research paper? No, but Google does. G-O-O-G-L-E. Um... (laughs) just saying. Uh, but their research has shown that women like hanging out with female friends actually releases large amounts of oxytocin, which make you feel more relaxed. And let me tell you, when I go to lunch with my girlfriends or my girlfriend, okay, any of them that I've been choosing to hang with, because I my circle's getting smaller, people, it getting smaller. But I We laugh so much during these that we cannot be releasing anything but oxytocin, okay? We're feeling pretty fucking good, okay? And so I feel fabulous. And it's almost like a drug because then I want, well, it is a drug, but I want to go out more and more and more and enjoy this. And then what happens? Because I'm a woman, then I feel guilty because I want to go out with my friends. Well, yeah, it's okay to go out with your friends. But this is like the perception that they put on us right women are each other's emotional support system right we give each other advice we offer shoulder to cry on we keep secrets right we lend a listening ear we boost one another's confidence and self-esteem spending time with friends girlfriends okay virtually virtually like literally virtually okay or in person will help us maintain our emotional equilibrium. You know what that means? Your fucking sanity. Okay. Our sanity. That is, that is huge. And I think that has been a huge contributor to me this year that I've been able to literally maintain my, in, my sanity, my insanity. I'm letting go of the insanity so that by, because I'm choosing to do this. Okay. And One of the things that a lot of women say, and including myself, is that it is hard for me to make lasting friendships because I don't have in-between friendships. I either am all in and I love you, or there's just something off or that I disagree with that doesn't work for me, doesn't mean it's wrong for them, and then it's like kind of a turnoff. And I don't really have acquaintances because I really think it's a waste of time because then I try like, I don't like this about this person, but I have to spend the day with them because I committed to that even though I didn't know I liked that about them. And then I'm holding back and I'm stressed out and I'm anxious. That's not helping you. So to me, I'd rather just blow all that out and just do friends or not friends, right? And you don't have to see them every day. I think some of the best friends are friends that you might not see at all, Okay. But women are more intense, right? We we don't pace ourselves in friendships. We're either all in or we're all out, right? And that's because all of our relationships are basically like jam-packed with like emotions, secrets, drama, stress, anxiety. You know what I mean? So we're like, we're all in because we're basically any woman when they're meeting up and we're meeting out with friends it is literally like a fucking emotional dump where it's like dudes they're just gonna go out do whatever you know they're gonna do this whatever they don't really have to care about what's going on at home because they got a wife will do that right but for us we're there and we know shit's not getting done at home while we're there so it's like a huge emotional dump So we're having a good time, but we know we're going to pay for it when we get home. I'm just saying. (laughs) That's how I feel. Legitimately. Now, um, I was thinking, now when I saw, when I read this about how everyone talks about, I'm going to read it again. Everyone talks about their childhood friends, but no one talks about the best friend you found on your own in the middle of trying to figure out how to survive in the adult world. Man, do I have tons of these people. Not tons. Not tons but more than I had thought. Okay. And I really think I appreciate these people in a whole new kind of light this year. And I am going to try to continue friendships with those and go so far as to seeing if I can get to those people, if I haven't already met them. That's like how deep it is. Because there is some you know, are new friends better than old friends? I mean, you know, old and, you know, old friends and new friends, like they're pretty essential, right? To leading harmony and healthy social lives and all that. Right. But keeping a relationship with old friends does outweigh that with later ones, but there's a but on this, right? Because they say that for the sake of, like, time and efficiency, that hanging out with old friends is more convenient because we're already familiar with each other, right? They know everything about you. You know everything about them since, like, eighth grade, sixth grade, fifth grade, kindergarten, high school, right? If you're my age, college too. (laughs) It's like We've known each other for 30 years. We went to college together. You know what I'm saying? However, in my situation... I have found that sometimes that is a hindrance because some of the people that I went to school with early on or I've been friends with for 40 plus years are very stagnant. They are the same people that they were. They're very few. I could probably name two off the top of my head. I'm not going to name them just in case somebody's listening that thinks it's them and then it's not them. And then that starts a whole shit. I'm not doing that. Um, But just think like what if they're not moving because I am moving and I have trouble with my own family realizing that I'm on this trek of growth and this spiritual journey to just be closer with God and, and my relationship with Jesus and They don't, they're not going nowhere. They like being where they're at. And it almost becomes, you almost become condescending to them. And so then they start throwing that shit at you. Oh, you think you're better than everybody. Or friends. Oh, yeah, that sounds weird. You were never like that before. You know, before you would just do this. I don't know why you're saying that because in the past you would just do this. And But okay, but you just answered your own question in the past. I'm not that person in the past. I've grown and I hope I've matured and grown and and gone beyond all of these trauma, like childish little things from when I was younger. Okay, I'm a different person now through that growth. And sometimes if they have not had any growth or they're having little growth or slow growth or they don't even want growth, they could have trouble keeping up with you. So then that relationship isn't as convenient anymore, right? Then it becomes almost a hindrance because they're constantly throwing who you were in your face. Well, why didn't you react like that? Well, I'm sorry, but in the past, if somebody rolled up my fucking ankles in a grocery store, I'd usually turn around, shove their card in their stomach and tell them like, what am I fucking invisible? Stop rolling up my fucking ankles. And then you would look at me and say, oh, God, Denise, did you have to get so rude? Why are you always just so, like, abrupt with people and just, like, screaming? But then today, that's what would normally happen, right? But today, if somebody did that, I would wait. Probably, I'd probably let them roll up me twice and shift. And then I would turn around and probably just slowly push their cart back a little And make eye contact with them and be like, well, I'm sorry, but I have lupus and I have bad legs and ankles. And then just turn around. Oh, well, in the past, you would go off on that person. I can't believe you let him go up your ankles and you didn't say anything else. Well, when I did say stuff in the past, you told me I was an asshole. So which is it? You can't win with the person who doesn't grow. You can't win because you... You know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So that friendship of convenience isn't so convenient anymore. But when you've met new people along the way, they've seen or, or been attracted and stepped into your life path on your growth. And so they're attracted to the new growth, whereas the old person is deterred by your growth or irritated by your growth or just put off by your growth. Or jealous of your growth. I don't know. Could be anything. But it makes a huge difference to be able to grow in a different way like that with new friends. And so I do think that when you are moving into new planes of growth and you, you're trying to change yourself, that it's okay to let these new friends that are being attracted to the person that you are likes attract likes and sometimes just carrying somebody along just because they've conveniently always been there doesn't always work out i have a few people that i still talk to and uh, i thoroughly enjoy their company but it it's hard to kind of even speak up on some matters now because i know that they may be touchy subjects And that's when you kind of, I think that's like the alarm, right? That's the, the orange flag, like, Hey, something may be like, you know, this friend's either going to, you know, if they're constantly making you feel uncomfortable and you can't talk, that's an issue. But there are friends that I've never met that I will just get on the phone and call because we will have that kind of friendship. We've, we basically have the friendship that you would have with anybody else except it's not in person. And I just truly, really, really appreciate some of these people. I appreciate that they'll do stuff for me and and without asking or surprise me with stuff and because those are all things that I would do for people. I used to do that all the time, just randomly send stuff to people because I care and I think that sometimes people need a handwritten card or they need this or they need that or they just need to be told in a message instead of, you know, liking their post. You know what? I'm praying for you. And I just wanted you to know that, that I appreciate you. And I don't know you, but I love your posts and I love the conversations that we have online. And I hope that if you're having a poopy day, that it gets better. That makes a world of difference to some people. I have a friend in Louisiana um, and she, she does all this Mardi Gras stuff. And I, I keep telling her, I'm like, she did like a crew this year with a K which apparently is like a big deal. That's like when you do stuff on the floats and stuff during Mardi Gras. Can you tell? I know zero about this shit. And so I had told her, I'm like, oh my gosh, I would totally think that it looks so much fun that it was like, oh my gosh, it's like all girls and stuff. And how fun is this? I would like think about taking like a trip down to Louisiana and do some Mardi Gras stuff. And, um, she sent me this whole thing on like the estimate on how much it costs. Cause obviously it's not free if you want to participate in a crew and you do the floats and all that stuff. And I was, (laughs) I'm reading like all this stuff and I'm like, okay, like I legitimately understand that this stuff costs money and I didn't bulk at any of that. What was, what the bulk was was that I had no idea what half the stuff was she was talking about. And I'm like, I don't need any of the drink packages cause I don't drink, but like, wow, like, I don't even know what half the stuff is. So I just commented, I got all your information, but we're going to have to have a conversation about this because I didn't understand half of what you sent me. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? But like, how fun would that to be to just be in this like cool Mardi Gras crew, K-R-E-W-E uh, for some parish, which apparently is a county or I don't know. It just, I don't know. I like new things and new experiences. And I thought to do it with someone who was already experienced and, and lived in the area that like, that would be like extra special fun. And so I was like all down for it. But then we're also thinking possibly that we could for Mr. Sith's birthday in June, you know, is always a great like time to go on a vacation of some sort. Um, we were thinking of going to California to go to Disneyland. But I don't need to do any Harry Potter shit because, you know, we're planning, um, to go to London for Christmas and New Year's. So they have the Harry Potter studio tour, um, and that's like a big deal there. So why would I want to go to any Harry Potter in California? Just saying. Um, but I do want to do like the Star Wars stuff and, but do I really want to do that? It's, you know, it's cost money, but not any more than fucking Europe, you know? But I don't know. But I have a friend in California who listens to my podcast all the time. Hi, Esther, and <laughs> and she has been graciously helping me because uh, she is a Disney person and she's local um, with like all the different stuff, little tidbits here and there, so I can like kind of plan accordingly if this if we make this happen. Um, Because it's kind of confusing to do all that Disney stuff. And I'm be happy, uh, be honest, I'm not a fan of lines. So I will pay any amount of money to get past one. I don't give a shit. Don't care. Um, I ain't waiting in line. And I don't think anybody, unless you're on like an uber budget, then save and wait to go. (laughs) Get your line jumping past or whatever the hell it is. Um, That to me is like the best benefit ever. If they ever make that go away, I'm not going. Cause, that's shitty. <laughs> oh my god, I'm rambling. Uh, because it's my podcast, okay. Um, but that's about it. Um, we, I just was really thinking about those friendships, and that post really re- reached out to me. And I told you this would probably go like 25 minutes, and it looks like I'm spot on here. Just don't discount new friendships or the people who've come into your life at a time in your life when you needed that something different, that change. And those people could be just as valuable as old people and old friendships, not old people, like I'm old people, not old, <laughs> um, as as older friendships. So when you have older friendships, they're great to keep around. But if you find that they're not serving you anymore, and I know that sounds horrible, but if you really shouldn't be in a relationship that's not serving you spiritually, emotionally, do you know what I'm saying? It is okay to just kind of turn those relationships off. And it doesn't mean that you have to be mean to them. It just means that you're not going to spend a great amount of time with them anymore. You can still send them a Christmas card. You can still write to them on their birthday. You can still take them to a birthday dinner if you want. You just don't have to share with them all of the things that you normally would share in a relationship one-on-one with a female because you're just not having that connection anymore or they're not honoring your growth or your new connection. And for those situations, you could find somebody new who you met while you changed and that person will honor and respect that because they joined, you guys joined in life during that change. And so they're there for that reason. That's what drew them to you so use it. Don't abuse it. Be nice to those people. Anyway, that's all I got for today, our frenzies episode. And until next time, next week, February, oh my gosh, next week is February already. Holy cow. Until next week, February, lead with kindness.